we are in person. We are in the studio. This is crazy. You can't see it, but there is a big H right here. This is wild. Yeah, this is nuts. It was the H that was behind me when I was podcasting in here, and we're going to reconfigure, figure out how to get everything in the frame, but for right now, we're rocking with it, man. This is the first one. We were going to podcast last night, decided to do it this morning. Yeah, I'm glad we're Early. Waiting. And now here we are a little bit later than anticipated. Yeah, we we were up kind of late last night with that lift. Like, you know, I was telling you last night, I, I wouldn't have worked Bro, out with had you not lift. suggested it. It's crazy because, so y'all, we bought some gym equipment yesterday. Pretty much our you entire gym is so here. nonchalant. Yeah, y'all, we bought some gym equipment yesterday. I mean, I guess uh, it's a big deal. Like, we got our it's gym. It's a huge deal. We literally bought barbells, dumbbells, bumper plates. We have a floor coming. The rig is in the... We have a, a literal gym, an entire gym. It's here, yeah. And so, you know, something that Bonnie and I talked about all the time was, man, it's going to be so awesome having our own gym and working at our own gym because we're not going to have any excuse not to work out. And last night, we were playing basketball and stuff, and I'm thinking, like, yo, it's like 8 o'clock, like... I don't think I'm going to work out tonight. And then after we got done playing basketball, you were like, yo, like, what are we going to do for this workout? And I'm like, oh, man, it's just so funny that even though we have the dang equipment right outside these walls, yeah. I am still wanting, I still have that habit of like, oh, it's it's 8 p.m. It's time to like go home and lay down. Yeah, you have to stuff bed. to do. It almost seems like yeah. you always, we just by nature feel like the end of the evening, time to wind down, like you know, chill out, watch TV, kind of re recoup and just yeah. sort of reflect on the day. But depending on what it is that you do and what you have to do, it doesn't, I mean, that's, it's your schedule. It doesn't matter. Like that's our lives. You know, we, we literally were doing nothing but being productive all day. It just so happened that it, right. it involved purchasing gym equipment. So kind of just felt like a fun day. One thing that I've noticed over the past couple of months, I feel like I've become really aware of the, aware of this and I'm not sure why the past couple of months, but once I develop certain habits, especially like a daily routine, it's really hard for me to do something different. So I was telling you, when I first left Shell and moved back to Florida, I would go to the gym at like 5 or 6 p.m. and then I would run after the gym, typically with a running group. And I remember the first time I ran at like 9 or 10 a.m. instead of running at, you know, 6 or 7 p.m., it was like I was super resistant to doing it. It was weird. It was, it, it wasn't even a year, you know, I hadn't been doing this habit for years, but it still felt so ingrained. And it was like last night we have all this gym equipment and I still felt like, Oh, it's late. I shouldn't be working out this late. And it's yeah. weird. But once you, I've noticed once I break those habits, I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank God I did that. Cause now I saw the value in running early, but it's so weird how even just like even doing a routine for just a couple weeks, you can not want to break it. And if it's something that's like not the best habit in the world, which I think working out late in the day isn't the best thing to do, yeah. um, it, it it can be kind of detrimental. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember in high school when I was John Kiefer, who is one of the he's a nutritionist, theoretical physicist, gone nutritionist, and I have I love all of his stuff, all the research he puts out, all the papers that he he writes about. He does a lot of like digging on, on current literature, old literature, like resurfaces papers that have gotten lost that are, like are profound in the impact they've had and like the findings. And I remember him saying that like, you know, working out in the morning is the best thing just based on our circadian rhythm. It's for, I was like, okay, I'm never working out in the morning. Yeah. And I think you have to take other factors into consideration, like we were talking about, just from like a scheduling standpoint, getting up and getting a workout done, you now can just go about your day getting other tasks checked off your list and working out's one of the biggest ones. So you wake up and get it done. And for that reason alone, I mean, that could be hugely 
that could be a great thing to do. So, you know, there's a lot to it, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a million benefits to it. And I'm glad that last night we talked about getting that habit in. And I, I made the joke last night about, you know, we had this whole conversation about, oh my gosh, we're going to start working out like first thing in the morning. Within the first hour of being up, we're going to get to the gym and work out. And then like last night before we went to bed, I'm like, yo, it's kind of funny how tomorrow we aren't going to do not that <laughs> because we got a podcast. And that's when we podcast. realized yeah. it's not a perfect thing, right? The days we got a podcast, we are definitely going to podcast before we work out for obvious reasons, showering and stuff like that. But yeah. So man, tell me, how does it feel? being here i mean you have gone from say it a thousand times you're in texas then florida now here like the last three days you've been up here by yourself staying at the warehouse now that you're here i mean what's going through your head so it's been it, it's it's felt really temporary as, as weird as that sounds like because i just showed up and then i'm sleeping on an air mattress in this gym and so it's it's I, I kept saying this yesterday, but yeah, it it felt oddly temporary. And I think it's because you were here for like a very short period of time and then you yeah. took off and it almost felt like everything was temporary. But we are here permanently now. Like we're yeah. here and now we're putting things together. You know, we're supposed to put the rig together tonight. And it it's I feel like it's becoming more real with time, especially as we talk about it and as the gym's coming together. And I'm sure within a week or two, it'll feel normal but right now i still almost kind of feel like i'm I'm on vacation i mean i am living out of a suitcase right now but it's tough anytime you're pulled out of the environment that you're like comfortable in or have been in for a minute i feel like that's what happens you're just it feels temporary always yeah. and when something's temporary it's really easy to just kind of like do your thing as is not really adhere to any schedule which is why i think traveling is so difficult especially for me like i literally throw everything out the window when I travel, which I am working on this year because we travel so much and will travel so much. But it's funny to hear you say that it feels temporary because we've been talking about doing this for so long now. And I think it might have been the speed. I think maybe it's because it was so fast and we got this space and then you were down, you were down in Fort Myers area and you were like, well, I think I was like, hey man, as soon as you get up here, we're going to get this rolling. So, like, yeah, no. the question is, when do we want to get this rolling? I, I thought that I could be down there. So, I got down there in, like, November. I thought I could be down there for six months. Like, I, I thought maybe I was going to show up after my ultra in May. I had no idea. And then next thing you know, in December, you're like, hey, bro, like, things are moving really fast with hybrid cheer, and parents are ready for hybrid fit. So, whenever you're ready, come on down or come on up. Yeah. And I'm like uh okay because i'm in the middle of helping my mom with this coffee trailer thinking i have six months to really help her get this thing going i'm like well it just went from six months to six weeks and so that to me i mean it was super exciting because this is really what i've been wanting to do but it was um yeah it it, i just it it was a very temporary situation um and and so i guess that that feeling just hasn't hasn't quite left yet you know and and if you think about it everything here that we're experiencing right now is temporary because we don't even have the house put together yet so i was temporarily living in this gym you know the the setup that we have out there is is i slept great last night man you what? Slept you slept like great. A baby. <laughs> yeah, I did too. That foam pad made a, a big difference. I told you, and you said you were like foam pad. Does that make a big difference? I was like, yo, you haven't been using it, the foam it pad. Did, it did. Pro <laughs> tip, y'all. If you're ever sleeping on an air mattress, just get like a cheap little memory foam pad, and, and they work wonders. It makes it feel like you're on a real mattress. Yeah, but you have. I feel like so. I have this internally. I know when it comes to pulling triggers on things, and I feel like everybody does, which is where the hesitancy to do it comes. In the past, even 48 hours, we've pulled a lot of triggers, but you moving up here was a huge one. What? I'm curious to hear what goes through your head, because I know it goes through my head, but yesterday, for example, 
we just we just pulled the trigger on yeah. all kinds of gym equipment and it's like okay it's all fun I don't and games have until funds either you it, know, well, neither of like, us do which is why yeah. which is why it, i can't i can't help but wonder and you, you know what is ryan thinking when we just sent all this gym equipment and now it's real it's sitting there we're not what are we gonna do turn around and return it tomorrow no like now it's like okay hold on a second we just spent all this money but like now it's on us like now the pressure that i feel like you feel but I, i'm curious like what goes through your head and then i can sort of share like yesterday the thoughts i was having yeah, yeah it's yeah. so interesting actually i've been thinking the same thing because i'm sitting here you know i only worked as an engineer for two and a half years so it's not like i saved up like a million dollars or anything like that where you know the the three thousand dollars that we spent on gym equipment yesterday it's not like that's thirty five hundred like, but I'm the, like, there, yeah <laughs> well who's counting right <laughs> um it, it's it's not like you know that's like nothing to me so yeah it was something but so what was going through my head really was, first of all, I knew the prices equipment should. Well, first off, I know what we want to do. Actually, I, I'm going to go through some thoughts that I was having today about this. And I was thinking like, look, let's say we go all in, which when you're dropping $3,500 on gym equipment and like $1,000 on podcast equipment and all this stuff, knowing that, you know, we're getting the best stuff we can, we're, we're really going all in, right? Like Absolutely. my bank account is, is, is going down, right? Because we are not really making money yet from the hybrid fit front. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking like, well, you know what? If my bank account were to go to zero and this thing fails, I'm only almost 25 years old. I have an engineering degree, like big whoop. My two and a half years of savings went to zero and then I go back to engineering. Like, cool. I have the rest of my life to make that money up. It's, It's only two and a half years worth of money. And so my thoughts have been the risk really isn't that high for me. I mean, for what the potential reward is, the risk is not that high. So that's what's been going through my head. When we bought the gym equipment yesterday, what was specifically going through my head was we're getting a pretty good deal here. And if we want, we could spend the next month trying to get the best deal on gym equipment, maybe save $500, maybe, or we can get it now and start making money with it. And not only that, saving the $500, but all the energy and time and stress that we would put into driving around and looking at stuff and all the time on the internet. It was like, we had already spent all that time six months ago. Thankfully, you know, we had the philosophy of, hey, let's start things early. We looked at gym equipment early. We knew the prices we saw yesterday. We Yo, did. These are good deals. This is good and pricing. We, and we pulled the trigger. My friend messaged me, he goes, oh my gosh, why did you buy all brand new gym equipment? Because he saw all the boxes. And I was like, bro, we knew what we wanted. Like we want a certain atmosphere here. We knew what we wanted and we got a good deal. So we pulled the trigger. You know, I was thinking to myself when he said that, I'm like, yep, we could have spent, you know, a couple more weeks looking for stuff. But you know what? Now we have cohesive equipment that we are in love with. And I have zero regrets about what we purchased yesterday. Even this morning I was talking about, hey man, we might want to go pick up those other, those other plates and stuff. hundred percent. Cause like, and it was cool how, we used it right when we right after everything got unboxed we played some basketball and then we like started working out with it and it felt so good it It felt so natural our weights feel good i felt stronger i swear yeah i felt stronger i was like there's something about these weights man it felt good man there's something about it that felt so good and it it is such cohesive equipment and i already have the vision in my head for what that thing is going to look like hopefully on friday if the floor comes in and so what oh, was going through too. your head? Because now you know what was going through mine. Like I, I, I'm just I. All my money could go at the end of the day. All my money could go to zero within the next two years, and I'm not going to regret. Any Yo, of this. I literally, and so I said this to you like twice yesterday, even once today. I feel like 
I could literally die happy, and I, it might you be said a somber, it multiple times. might be a somber thing to some people to hear. But I'm not being facetious. I'm not saying that to be funny. I legitimately feel so at peace knowing that where we are right now makes me feel so fulfilled and we haven't even started so just in that alone i'm like man there's there's i always ask myself you know risk or regret right at the end of the day you're going to be 50 years old 60 years old 70 years old whatever and when you're there you're going to start reflecting on your life and say did i when I was, why, when I was 25, did I not go buy that damn gym equipment? Why did I not do that? Because like you said, worst case scenario, I have a master's in business. You have an engineering degree. What are we afraid of, man? We're 25. We have our entire lives to I mean, live. bro, we can reset at 30. I mean, we people could reset at 60, man. There's people who have literally, there's, I forget what his name is. Oh, I think it's Colonel Sanders. I think this guy that started Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. I'm pretty sure he did it when he was 65. And now look at what he's done. Like, there's never it's never too late. And that that's cliche. I don't like to say it like, oh, have you guys heard that one before? It's never too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't come up with that, but it really like it really isn't, especially for people in their twenties. Like that's all I like. I, I there's things I like about Gary Vee. There's things I don't like. But one thing Gary Vee says it's amazing is your twenties are time for you to just figure life out, make mistakes, try things, fail. That's when you should be doing it and then get your shit together a little bit more in your 30s. But even then, you're still young. You still have so much time. So it's crazy to me. To be honest, I feel like that's the bulk of what was going through my head. Like I'm constantly sitting here thinking, okay, we spent that money, but I have this weird like, I guess it's just sort of like the that voice inside my head. And when it comes to spending money when uh, on like business ventures, and I'll give an example because I said yesterday, those gym pads out there for anybody who's been to the Hybrid HQ and, and plans on coming, the wall pads you see were $5,000. So the wall pads that line our walls that say Hybrid Cheer on the back, five grand, okay? And that was something that like I shopped around for. That's just how expensive they are to have like a custom wall pad. So, but when I was spending that money, Again, I don't have unlimited funds. Like that was funds that I needed for, you know, investing in the business. I feel so good about that and had no hesitancy purchasing it because I knew that when the videos start coming out from girls in this gym that were training and guys in this gym were training and having that giant hybrid cheer in the background, it's going to become a staple. It's going to be something, an icon. People want to come get a video in front of that that background and it just creates the atmosphere like you said when you come in and you see it you're like oh wow like this is this is cool and that's what we need like we need people to come in and and just immediately go this place is awesome like i am definitely coming here consistently so i feel like you know you just know when something is a good purchase and when something is not Um, whether or not you want to admit that to yourself is another thing but i feel like all the purchases purchases we've made are are those that I like? I'm happy to make, Absolutely. and and I don't. I, I've I've reflected on them. I have no regrets on anything that we've purchased, and I am real with myself. I'd be like, that was stupid. You spent too much money on that. Yeah. But gym equipment yesterday, man. I had that sort of feeling of like pressure. Like, okay, we just bought all of that. Are we? Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be over in six months? Is this gonna yeah. be something that we do for ten years, twenty years? And yeah. I mean, to answer the question, it is gonna be something that we do for the next, for the rest of our lives. I know it. I know it is. That's what gives me the confidence, confidence to pull the trigger on 
stuff like that when we don't have unlimited funds and you need that if you plan on going far you have to see yourself going that far because if you don't then you're going to back out you're going to get cold feet when you're checking out and you're going to be like what am i doing well i don't have 3500 dollars to just drop on gym equipment but you need to be invested in the vision in the long game yeah yep. yeah you got to be in yep. the long game and you know what to to kind of I don't know if elaborate on that as the right word or expand on that. But yeah, I felt that right after we purchased the gym equipment, I felt the same way. And I actually talked to you about it within minutes. I was like, oh, crap. Now we have this gym equipment. What are we going to do with it? Yeah, you know, exactly. How, how are we going to get people to come work out? Why? <laughs> We're like, you know, the instructions don't include how to make money with this stuff. Right, <laughs> right, right. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, wait, we dropped the money on it now. Yeah. But now I got to make money because I got to yeah. pay my bills. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking yesterday, I was just like, yeah, I was like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do with this? How are we going to, why should people come use this equipment? Why would somebody come use this equipment over going to crunch where there's way more equipment and way more to use? Why would somebody come do that? And I was asking myself those questions and inside I like know the answers, like they're in my being, but for me to articulate them, it took some time last night. Yep. And, and, and man, you know, when we're loading up the gym equipment, I'm like, it's game time. It's, it's time to, to, to figure out what we're going to do with this stuff. Yeah. Well, I can't help but just sit here and constantly look at like the brand that we have and the following we already have on the cheer front and how these athletes have voiced interest in becoming stronger and faster and better at their sport. And we have girls who, who want to pursue this sport in college and guys as well. And we're starting on the cheer front, but but this equipment gives us the opportunity to expand as much as we want and and incorporate as much as we want. And like you said, the 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 question is, you know, why are people why us? And and to answer that question, you know, briefly, and it goes pretty deep, is it's the community. It's gonna be the community that we build here in Jacksonville and the community that actually reaches outside of Jacksonville, you know, just because of the brand and the presence in the community. You know, community is not really tangible. It's gonna grow outside of where we are physically. And and that's what people are buying into. And it, it's a whole mentality, it's a whole lifestyle, it's something you have to, to adopt. It's not, oh, I have a membership to this gym, so I can go get my sweat on for 30 minutes. It's like, no, I've I've decided I want to be part of this community in this environment and work with these people who I know will push me to be my best self and step outside my and comfort zone. And inspire me. And, and in a way, all of us, including not just me and you, but everybody who comes here, you know, I expect them to be on the same level of we're all holding each other accountable Yo, to living I, the best I, lives we, we can. We started this. It's our stuff, but I'm not going to see it as that. I'm going to see it as we set it up so I can come be a member of our exactly. with everybody else. I'm like, I'm a member just like you. That's almost how it feels. I, it is how just it feels. Even just using that equipment last night. 100%. It's almost like that money that we put into it wasn't our money. Like we no, didn't buy it. It's man, like we I like swear. invested yeah. in like being able to use it with other people. It's like it's we not, had a silent community behind us that all right. voted in favor of buying the gym equipment and we're like all right cool let's pool our funds together and do this that's what it felt like it doesn't feel like oh this is my stuff it no. does not feel and i don't i don't want it, it really it doesn't man way. out sitting out there it looks like no. we have we borrowed some stuff right 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 it doesn't and feel like we own that it's really weird actually i that's such an interesting thing i haven't even really like thought about that but 
That's a great like way to I put it. That's exactly yeah, what it feels like. I still feel like I'm like using some gym's equipment. Like yeah. Some equipment yeah. that's at a gym. Yeah, it, but it, in the best it way, feels I feel like very hybrids. comfortable it, here. It feels like hybrids. It feels like hybrids. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's, it's hybrids weird, equipment. Man. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. It is weird. It, it's, it, it's cool. And I, I think if we keep that posture, it'll it'll make establishing the community a lot easier for us because 100%. we've said this from the beginning. We're not doing this for like glory to ourselves. We're doing this to enjoy life with everyone else. Yeah. I didn't mean for that to kind of rhyme <laughs> but, but seriously like it's not about us yeah. trying to be these like big dogs as much as i want no, to inspire people no. and and do awesome things and be a leader i really do but i i my what i can't wait for is enjoying all of this stuff with yeah. other people yeah. and and that's really our selling points like do you want to go to crunch or la fitness where you're on your you're on your own with your headphones in and you're just going machine to machine, just getting through your workout, maybe checking Instagram here, or there, or do you want to come here and be a part of what we're doing and, and, and be around people who want to do more with their lives and be in that environment and enjoy those people in that community. Right. And that's our selling point. Yeah. We don't have as, as much equipment as those gyms. We don't have a pool. We don't have a sauna yet, but, <laughs> but yeah. seriously, it, it, I, I would rather work out here with, with, hybrids equipment yeah. than I would at crunch. Like just that workout we got last night. I'm like, I, I can't see myself going back to crunch as much as I want to go somewhere like crunch and meet people, which almost never happens. But as, as much as I want to do that and be around more people, I think we just need to bring them here. Cause I enjoyed working out here so much more. Oh, I agree with you. And on top of working out and all of that, it's going to be, you know, that community we're building is going to be something that when people are part of it and their members here, they are, coming along with us to do things outside of the gym and it's going to be I mean that's what that community is going to be it's something where we're integrated inside and outside of the gym and we are you know working together inside and outside of the gym so there's all kinds of there's going to be all kinds of things that are going on which like I said that's that's why that's the why behind you would you know why you would come here with us and not to a commercial gym like a crunch and and that's exactly what I want to be a part of. And that's what you want to be a part of. And, and it's something that I feel like I've, I've, I've longed for in my life and got it out of a few of the gyms I've been at. And, right. and like CrossFit gyms do a really good job at creating they do a community. A it's going to be very different. Phenomenal job. But, yeah. It'll be very different because of what our niche is and what our particular style of training and, and what we hope to give our, our athletes, you know. Right. We'll have multiple types of clients, but you know our athletes are one—the ones who are who are college bound and want to cheer or you know be um, a Division One athlete in college. That's 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 one subset, and then we'll have our, our population that is just you know our gym goers and people who are inspired by you know perhaps the brand and the message and everything and just want to be a part of it. So you know we'll have one giant community that's kind of broken down into the subsets, but and that is the difference between us and CrossFit. Really, is yeah. is that the 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 brand? You know the it's it's really hard to describe the CrossFit brand, but to describe our brand, which I think is clearly different, is this mindset of doing more with your life, especially on the outside of work front, whether you want to do something entrepreneurial or whether you want to like go do fun stuff after work, yeah. you know, our, our, I don't know if I, I don't, pushing is not the right word. Our Ah, I the word is gone. But anyway, I feel like it's a very different brand than CrossFit in a way in a very in a very specific way. I hate that I can't um, describe it right now. I don't know why I'm losing this word, but anyway, it's just different. It's it's different. It is different. And I was a part of the CrossFit community for a long time, and that's where I feel like I got that sense of. I know, sad man. Light went out. I know. We'll get you. We'll get you a lamp. We'll get you a lamp. 
Ryan's jealous of my lamp, but um, no, it is. I mean, it's it's something that they do very well. It's something that I really hung on to when I was a member of CrossFit. And I started with CrossFit Lakeland. Great people over there. If you're in the Florida area, in Central Florida, CrossFit Lakeland, now I think Lakeland Athletic Club, they started as just CrossFit Gym. The community they have there is phenomenal. I'm still well-connected with a lot of the people I met there. In Lakeland, I was at that gym for like a year and a half, and I have... I have people that I still am connected with. I mean, my doctor, when I was there, that operated on me was a part of that, went to that CrossFit. Like, I worked out with him, and then that, that man was operating on me in the you know operating room. Like, that's crazy. The connections you build, and, and that's the kind of community we're talking about, like, where you are connected with these people inside and outside of the gym. And obviously, that's a similarity between us and CrossFit. But again, we have a lot of different components to us that will separate us and make us different from CrossFit. We're obviously not doing CrossFit workouts. We're not doing, you know, all the the, um, the hero wads and we're not doing all the named workouts. Like we have our own stuff. We'll have our own training programs. But that sense of community is going to be very similar for sure. I think our the differentiator is our lifestyle emphasis. CrossFit builds this amazing community who they show up and they do fitness together and they work their lives. Their lives become CrossFit. (laughs) Their lives become CrossFit. Ours is kind of the opposite. Enhance your personal life. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Ours is like you show up here so that we could all be together and enjoy our time together. And we go do things outside of this gym, but it's the whole purpose of all this is to enhance your life outside of this place. Right. Right. Whereas CrossFit is your life really does become about CrossFit, which is awesome. And our lives are about this, what we have here, but it's also about doing all these other things yes. outside of here. And that's a huge emphasis. And that's, and so one thing, I, I want to take that a level deeper. I think the mission of hybrid and one of our value propositions will be that we want to impact you at that personal level in a positive way, meaning you can use this as a resource on how to build healthy habits and, and all of this stuff. Now, that is something that CrossFit gym owners individually might incorporate into their CrossFit gyms, but that's not a CrossFit value. You know, CrossFit as a company right, right. doesn't have that mission statement or value proposition. Well, actually, I think the base uh, level of like CrossFit is nutrition. I mean, it's different than us. You know. Right, 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 right. No, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that that's necessarily something they integrate into their, their business model is like building our clients, you know, in their personal lives and, and building healthy habits. And of course, working out and nutrition's building healthy habits. But, but I mean- It goes so far beyond that. It, yeah. it goes so far beyond on that like what people you know people might say I really need help with like a life uh, like regimen getting into a schedule like how do I help myself feel better you know day by day mentally like we can say hey here's some things that we do every morning that make us feel like we're having a better day and and all of this stuff that's what I want this to be uh, for other people which isn't something that CrossFit is you know has integrated into their their you know base platform so um, but I mean I'm curious to hear about it's so funny that like I have so many questions for you, even though we spend so much time together. And I haven't been here for the past few days, so I feel like it's been you know we haven't. Been, it's not like we live together yet, although we close on a house in forty two minutes, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but as far as you just being here and having to take on this new role of like the face of hybrid fit and helping develop these athletes on a strength and conditioning front, I mean I. This is going to be a weird question, but like what questions do you have for yourself? Like are you questioning things about what the future looks like for you specifically as it relates to what you're going to be doing? Uh, Like 
I mean, a- what is it? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, so the biggest thing, I guess I'll answer this question to you instead of to them, but I talk to you about this uh, particular issue a lot is dealing with imposter syndrome. And it's, it's, it's probably wild for a lot of people like my mom or other people who know how active I am for me to be dealing with imposter syndrome when it comes to running hybrid fit and starting up hybrid fit, because I'm, you know, I've run an ultra marathon and I've got more ultra marathons on the calendar in the future. And I've been lifting weights since like seventh grade. And so I have all of this experience. I was a personal trainer in college. I'm going to be certified here in the next week or two, recertified, I should say, because I let it slip because I became an engineer. Boring. But anyway, um, so I've been dealing with imposter syndrome and I know most personal trainers deal with this, but the thoughts that I have are like, am I going to be able to put them through a good workout? Am I going to make them rest too long? Am I going to make the rest too short? Am I going to make sure that they use the appropriate weight? Because if they use too little, they're not going to you know, see the progress and I don't want to put too much. I think it's the odds are more likely too little, but I have all like all these little details keep coming to my mind like because I'm not them. I'm not in their body. And so I have to find ways with time to really gauge how the athlete or the, the client is feeling. And, and that makes me really nervous because being empathy in that way it is challenging, I'm sure. And yeah. you have to do it when you train these cheerleaders. And so, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of feelings of imposter syndrome. I've, I've also had these feelings on the business front of like, what are we going to do to grow the business? And you comforted me yesterday when you were naming all these different ideas that you had. I'm like, oh, cool. Like his gears are turning too. Like I'm not on my own here and trying to get this thing going. And so I, I'm definitely... Probably, I feel more imposter syndrome. And when I when I say imposter syndrome, the feeling that I have is... I am not qualified to do this. What are you doing? You know, almost you don't belong here in this position. This isn't you. You are an experienced personal trainer. What are you doing? And I, or, I or super experienced. I, I think that's that. a beautiful thing. I think that speaks a lot to your character because I think a lot of people don't have that feeling. And I think that's arrogance, in my opinion. It can be. I mean, if you, if you have been a, a you know a career trainer, obviously, I'm not saying that you should feel like you have imposter syndrome. But people who are new to something who who go in with almost a, a level of confidence that's was somewhat cocky and arrogant. I feel like that's when people get injured, and I feel like that's when people, uh, the coach, you know, or trainer, whatever it is, I feel like that's when you stop learning. When you go into it thinking like, no, I am like I know what I'm doing. I'm I got this. This is easy. Like I I can do this. It's like you want to have that level of like, do I know what I'm doing? Am I going to be able to empathize with what the athletes are feeling during these workouts? Because that's what will make you stay on top of your stuff. You will be doing the workouts. You'll be researching what these, what, you know, what are the best methods. And I think that right there is what gives me all the faith in the world that this is going to be a kick ass program six months from now when we've had the time to really, you know, get granular with all this stuff and dial it in because I know we're both going to continue asking questions. And I've been coaching cheerleading now for four years through stunt privates and, and, and now for the past six months holding clinics across the country. And I still, am sitting down and asking myself, what can I be doing better? I, I know I can be doing things better. And and that's something I'll never stop doing because the second I do, I know that's when when I'm not going to be providing as much value as I can to all these people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that yeah, those that's you hit it. You hit the nail on the head, you know, and, and that's the one thing that I've been thinking about a lot. Well not the one thing I feel like I keep saying that. Something I've been thinking about a lot as it relates to hybrid fit is 
all I want to do is make sure I am continuously learning and continuously improving everything for everybody. And the other aspect is, yeah, the business side of things. It's going to be things, you know, that we're really going to have to, it's going to have to be well thought out for this to be successful and for us to grow. So, you know, I, I'm definitely nervous. And I definitely have my reservations, I should say, and stuff like that. But I know that they're all not real. Like I, I am, that's why I'm here. And that's why I pulled the trigger on that gym equipment, because even though I, the strongest I've probably ever felt imposter syndrome and feeling like I'm unqualified to do this over anything I felt with this, but I know that it's not real. Like I'm aware, like, yo, that feeling is not something you should let. You should not let that feeling stop you from right. doing let something. Let it motivate you. Right. And I, exactly. And I'm not sure why I, I feel that way or I know that, but I just know like, yo, if you overcome this, there is so much, there's just something huge on the other side of it. I just know it. I can feel it. And, but I have such strong opposition in, in my body, but it, there's just, I guess because in other areas of my life, I've overcome a fear. And as soon as you get on the other side of that fear, you're like, oh my gosh, there's like a whole nother world over here that I never would have experienced had I not taken that leap. And I know that's what this well, it's is. Like, it's like, yeah, Jordan Peterson says, instead of letting you know fear be something in front of you that, that you're running you know away from, you got to learn to get fear on the other side of you to actually like, you know, you're running forward away, away from fear instead of backwards away from fear. And right, I right, think right, if right. you have that sense of imposter syndrome, you're going to be one of those people that puts it behind you and lets it, you're running away from it forward saying, I'm going to beat this imposter syndrome as opposed to letting it hold you back, uh, which is, is the best way to handle. I mean, we've talked about fear before, but I think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, so, no, to me, the way I'm visualizing it is like the first class that we have or the first training session I have is like fear. That's where the fear sits. That That is the scary thing is yeah. that first class. And the way I'm looking at it is once I get to that first class and I get through it, I'm kind of looking at myself as like jumping over that fear. And like you said, like just running forward. Yeah. And I know that that's what it's going to feel like. I am certain that after the first class or the first training session, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I messed this up, this up and this up. But holy crap, I learned so much. And that was so fun. Sure. And I know I'm going to love it. And I know after then it's going to be like the fear is going to be behind me and it's just going to be all steam ahead. I'm certain of that, but it's that first one. It's like the first time you do a back tuck, Bro. you know, for people, it's like all this fear. But as soon as you do the back tuck and you land on your knees or whatever and you're like oh my god I didn't break my neck it's like dude I'm gonna keep doing this until I get it you know and I'm gonna keep improving it and that's exactly what this is gonna be like I just know it and that's why I'm just going for it you yeah know? and you have I mean you have a support system with you you know like you said in the beginning, and this is I want to I want to pull this out you said something about not feeling when I when I started talking about all the ideas I had you were like okay I'm not alone I want people who come here. That's one thing I want people to feel. I want them to be able to say, okay, I'm not alone in life. Like I have a family. I have a community. I have a group of people here to support me. That's one thing I really want this to be. I want hybrid to be something for everybody, no matter what that is, something. And and no, not one of our coaches, not you, not Ronnie, not Kirk, none of them are going to... I ever be alone like we all have each other that's one thing that i want to pass on to our people as well um but i want i do have a question for you about something in particular to just like this is an interview i hate that i'm not asking you questions well (laughs) i'm just i'm thinking of like what questions i genuinely have for you and one thing that i've thought now that we're sitting here which by the way i don't like to like pat us on the backs at all or anything just because i'm not one of those people that's like 
posting things to say like, oh, look at me, what we're doing, which obviously there's a degree to that just for like marketing purposes, like getting out there. Um, But what we've done is pretty badass, man. I mean, look at where we are. We're literally in a we're in a gym a, uh, an athletics facility we'll call it that we created out of nothing it was an idea now here we are sitting in in hybrid headquarters with our podcast going you know i remember the day we were in best buy and just sent us equipment at guitar center <laughs> and now here we are man this is insane so i just got to say like anybody for real not to get not to just kind of completely turn 180 but anybody who has something they want to do or an idea just a venture they think they want to pursue like there's literally nothing holding you back except yourself and there's all kinds of externalities but you have to realize that at the end of the day it's up to you to overcome those things and if you want it you will if you don't want it you won't you'll make the excuses to but you can make it happen and it's going to be scary you're going to spend money you're going to wonder whether or not you're doing something that you should be doing or if you know what you're doing Uh, if it was a bad decision but you just have to ask yourself like do I believe in my vision do I believe in leading this life and then it's up to you to pull the trigger or not well and that's what's been driving me this whole time it's not the idea of owning a gym you know because we're we'll be there in about five days our our gym will be complete in about five days we'll have the flooring in we'll have our rake set up in about five days we'll be there so at that point it's like where's the motivation now you're like back in this um, starvation mode where, okay, I have the gym, now I'm going to make money to pay my bills. Where we are is like, yeah, we have this gym and we got to make the money to pay our bills, but we have years and years and years and years ahead of us to build up this community in this thing with hybrid, you know? So what's driving me, like you had said 30 minutes ago, is the long-term vision. All of the equipment in the gym and all of that stuff is a means to an end, an end that's really never ending because all we're going to want to do is keep growing this and growing the community. Right. So I don't remember what you just said that got me on that. Oh, oh, you were saying like people, you're going to have to spend money and... Yeah, well, and I was just going to, I'm going to ask you this question because it kind of ties into that. And then I have the answer to this question for myself, but I'm curious to hear like what you will say about this. In everything that we've done from, you know, the podcast to the gym equipment to everything that we have planned, in the time that we've we've had on this journey so far, what do you feel like is the biggest lesson you've learned as an entrepreneur? Like what's maybe the biggest wake up or biggest realization you've had doing all of this stuff? The biggest lesson I've had in doing all, everything. Because I'm sure there's people who have ideas and they're just like, well, I, like, I don't even know the first step to take. And so I feel like every, there's people... I know I've had this, but I'm, I'm curious to see if you've had that moment of like, wow, okay, this is what entrepreneurship is about. Like, you know. For me, I don't want to say the biggest lesson. Well, it's that's not the first thing coming to mind when you ask that question. So I'm going to answer it in the way that Absolutely. that's really like coming to mind right now. What has blown my mind more than more than anything else along this journey the past six months is the impact that we've had on other people. That is that is the most surprising thing. And I don't, maybe you could call it a lesson because we had said when we started this podcast, look, nobody may listen. It may be zero listeners, but all we need is one. I say this all the time on the podcast. All we need is one person to impact and doing this right here is worth it. And the lesson that I learned, I guess I could say is like, don't underestimate what you're capable of because Absolutely. I truly thought we would have basically zero listeners for a very long time. 
from the very first podcast, we had multiple people quit their jobs. I had somebody, I knew somebody that exited a relationship because they realized it wasn't right for them. My mom bought a mobile coffee concession. So many people took massive action. Sean texted me like, what, two days ago? And was like, bro, just listen to your podcast. Now I'm going for a run. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, even small stuff like that. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. really crazy to hear somebody literally text me that because that's that's wild that our words can make somebody get up and do something right and we have people people that listen consistently already and they know dang well that we're not the biggest podcast out there they can go listen to Jocko they can go listen to Nick Bear and all these other people but they decide to listen to us and so it's don't don't sell yourself short is the biggest lesson I've learned. And that imposter syndrome that I'm feeling with hybrid fit is a thousand percent selling myself extremely short. Because like I said, I, I have all this experience and I have this learner mindset. There's no reason I should be feeling that way. And so the lesson is don't sell yourself short. And for us and our vision with this, it's we have to be careful along the way to not let doubt stop us or slow us down even. Yeah, yeah. I would say the one thing that I've taken away from all the entrepreneurial things that I've done, and this is a topic that I actually really want to dive into on, on a different podcast, like the whole episode can be about this. And I just like to bring this up because now I'm just, I'm reflecting on the fact that we're sitting here in, in our gym, like everything that we've done, we've achieved far more in the past six months than I thought we would have done in the, in the next two years. So really thinking about that, I would say that, uh, especially with all the sex, success of hybrid cheer, um, the market will tell you whether or not what you're doing is valuable. You have to constantly take that feedback. And if you're somebody that wants to start something to make money, you're going to learn very quickly whether or not that's even feasible. And a lot of the things that you do as an entrepreneur that are successful are born out of passion. They're not born out of a, a desire for money. And I've really learned that because when I started doing the cheer and, and turned it into a business. I did that because I could tell that there was demand for it. Little did I know just you know quite how much there was, but I looked at it as, okay, I'm providing value to these people and clearly they're willing to, they want that. There's a desire there and I just ended up capitalizing on it. But that was me listening to the market and realizing that I'm passionate about coaching. I'm good at coaching. People like me as a coach. So this is something that I feel is, is I want to pursue but had I just like been out there trying to make money doing things it wouldn't have lasted and I also wouldn't have ever found I wouldn't have done the things I've done to get this where it is today I wouldn't have cared what kind of mats I had on the wall I wouldn't have cared what the look of the gym was I wouldn't have been focused on that because it was just monetary so I'm looking to get a profit and I wouldn't be spending that money just to make money you know because it wouldn't have I'm not getting a return on the gym wall pads you know what I'm saying so um, I just felt like that's been the biggest thing for me is is really being focused on what, you know, the passion is underlying the the entrepreneurial pursuit and um, listening to the market and seeing whether or not you're truly adding value because people will pay for value. Yeah. And well, I, you know what? We haven't run that experiment yet with Hybrid Fit in our gym. We haven't. So we really, we don't know what the market is going to say about the gym that we're creating. And I, I mean, I believe with every fiber of my being that people are going to come for the reasons that we said, for the community yeah. and the inspiration, all of us inspiring each other and, and helping each other do better. But that's when I look at, at the gym aspect of things, which is eventually going to be the centerpiece of it all, really, uh, where we come together. All I I don't even think about money. Like I think about the passion behind it. I think about the experience of it. I, I haven't even really thought about the money. I'm aware that gyms can make money and sustain you. And so I'm like, okay, I'll be able to pay my bills. 
But like you said, I, that's where I've been. That's all our focus is. That's all our talk is about is is passion and yeah. and, and that's value. And, and that is a, in value and the value that to our lives and value to everybody else's lives that that we're gonna bring here. And you got to be careful to an extent because you don't want to get so lost in passion and pulling triggers that you didn't even evaluate what you were doing to, you know, like some people could easily spend all this money on a certain business that had no chance of success. Now, our investment wasn't massive compared to other businesses. And I already made the point earlier that the risk isn't that high for how how old we are. We we didn't take massive risk, but some people do. So I think you do have to be careful in those sense, in that sense. But I I, I like the business that that we're, the business that that we're in. I know. Well, it's because it's just, it's who we are. And we've talked about that. Right, it's right. And that's why I'm not scared to do it and go No, for because it. no matter what, like I said, man, I could I could die happy. I'm literally so content with everything in my life right now, which is so crazy to say. And I don't say it to be like, look at me, like I'm happy, you know, I'm content. Like I'm just saying it because it's true, but it's because I'm literally chasing what I'm passionate about. And I didn't even know that it would bring this this you know, sense of contentment, but it has, and it's really a blissful feeling. And I just, no matter what happens, every, every penny put into this place and equipment and all that was worth it. No matter what, at the end of the day, it was all worth it. No matter what the outcome is, man, even if it all came crashing down, there's so much learning that, that, that would come from, from every bit of it. And, and the just, I think I wanted to say this earlier, but I forgot. I think people our age, in their 20s especially, and probably even in their 30s, way overestimate the risk of not having a stable job. And I put that in quotes because look at what happened with COVID. You know how many people got laid off, furloughed, and fired during that year? You think you have a stable job until they find somebody better or the economy takes a little shake and then you're out. I think people way overestimate the risk of not having that. And me we didn't we we left that and and i know people think like oh my gosh that's bold and i've had a lot of people say wow you're bold and courageous whatever it's like no no the risk is so low like how do you not see that like i mean we live in the united states we can do whatever we want whenever we want i mean right now the job market is insane the risk is so low for you to go take a chance on that job that may makes way less money than you make right now but you know you'd be a million times happier in or that little thing the little business you want to pursue if you are our age especially the risk is so low. I'm not going to sit here and say I know what it's like to be 40 years old and want to do something entrepreneurial. I can't say what the risk looks like, Um, but I can speak for people our age. And I know until I'm 30 years old, I I could have no real job working for somebody else. And I'm not worried about it at all because the risk is not that big. Like if you really just sit down and think of it, what's the risk? Oh, I'm going to have a little bit money, less money when I'm retired. Who cares? You're not even going to be able to move well when you're retired anyway. Who cares? And you know, oh, well then what if you die before retirement? Who cares? You die without your money. So either way, who cares? But when you're 30, by the time you're, do you know how many people are 30 years old with zero in savings? Yeah. A lot, a a lot, lot, the majority of of the country, the majority of the country. No, not just zero in savings, but debt, debt, negative there you go you're gonna be just fine imagine you spend your entire 20s learning how to be good with your money maybe learning how to invest and doing entrepreneurial things by the time you're 30 the stuff that you will know will set you up so much better in your future than just going and slaving away at a 40 hour a week job and and your potential earnings from 30 until retirement are going to be way higher because of all the lessons you've learned your quality of life 
which is something nobody really talks yeah. about. It doesn't, what is money the only measure that we have? Sure, money is necessary, but at the end of the day, if that's what you're chasing, you're going to look back at your life and you're just going to go, what, did, what was it all for? When I die, my money goes away. We're all just slowly dying. So why not enjoy that process? You know, it's kind of crazy. Um, but I, uh, we got to wrap up because I have to go close in the house. Uh, we have to leave. I'm pretty sure my mom is here with the car. Brian's max almost dead. This conversation is one that I feel needs to be continued because I have 18,000 things to reply to that, but yeah, we got a boogie. So, well, the good thing is a real one. First one work here now so we can come podcast whenever we want to be all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was a good conversation. I felt like we really got in the groove later on and so excited. And this is literally just, this is day one's first one. And I mean, I'm excited, man. We're here. We did. Here we are. I hope y'all are excited. Come see us if you're local. Yeah. Well, actually, just no matter where you are, if you want to come come out of Jacksonville, (laughs) just shoot us a DM. Let's hang out. Yeah, let's work out. Cool. All right, man. Let's do it, guys. Later on, y'all. Peace out.